Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Glad you're with us today, and uh, if you have your Bibles, I'd like you to turn to 1 Thessalonians. Actually, we're going to look at the one verse that we looked at last week, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And verses 1 through 6. And we're going to look at God's word today <clears throat> on what it means to live, what it means to live <clears throat> in real time. Many times we don't. We live in the past. We live in the future. And God wants us to live, live right now uh, in the real time. Let's pray. Father, we are so grateful Lord, in the turmoil in our world today, that Jesus, that we can still see you and know that your word tells us, your word, your spoken word to us, that we have a future and that we have a hope. So, Father, we thank you today as we open your word up. Lord, help us to know where we're at. And, Lord, help us just to see the time that we live in and to know there's only so much time left to live for you and to reach people for you. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, <clears throat> I was at a, trying to keep this generic, at a place of work, a place someone was working uh, last week and was talking to them and I noticed a person had been there for quite a while and a few different times I, have done business here. And I said, hey, I said, man, you're here. you sure work a lot. You're here every time I'm here. And he goes, yeah. He says, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to retire. And I said, really? I said, you know, all the years that you've worked here? He goes, yeah. I said, well, I said, what are you going to do when you retire? He says, this is what he said to me. He says, I'm going to get drunk every day. <laughs> I was not ready for that at all. So I was stupid enough to continue the conversation, <laughs> and I said, you don't really want to do that. Oh, yeah, it's a certain kind of bourbon, man. It's great. You got to try it. You know, yeah. I'm like, I just turned around, and I just walked away. And I thought, really? Is, is that, I mean, is that the world? I mean, is that what, I mean, and then I thought, you know, this guy's, we're all getting older, I think, you know. Um, does he know that he has any time left even at all? I don't know. But I just thought, wow, that, that's not reality in, 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 in what he was thinking. And I thought, what's he going to be thinking a year from now? And then... Um, perspective of where we're at today, you know, I like, I'm meticulous about my SUV and cleaning all the time, so forth, whatever, but anyway, so I'm cleaning the, the leather seats, and, and as I'm cleaning, I see, I, I'm like, what? There's, there's like, a, some, I don't know what happened, but it looked like someone took a knife right in the leather seat, right in there, I'm like, oh, I start, I really start to get, you know, like a little uh, upset. I didn't curse or anything, all right, but I was getting a little upset, and, and then it, right away it clicked to me. This is, what, this is what clicked to me, I'll be honest with you, because I've been studying so much 
this week. Everything that's going on in real time over in Ukraine. And it brought so much perspective of like, here I am caught up on, you know, this little thing that means nothing. And people are wondering, completely displaced. Can you imagine like your home today? Let's say right now that you could not go back to your house right now. Where would you go? What would you do? I mean, this, this, is, this is what they're facing. Over a million people have been displaced. Over a million. It means mainly women and children because the men are staying there to fight in Ukraine for freedom and to save their country. Do we really realize where we're at today? And I'm so glad that you're here today or you're listening or tuning in because God's word always brings us back to let us see where we're at. You know, the disciples would have loved to live where we're living today because everything is coming into real time of what this Bible says. We're seeing it all unfold right now. Is it changing the way that we live, what we think about, what we're going to do, what our priorities are? God's word tells us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. As we see about how that we need to live in real time, the apostle tells us, but concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. In other words, all of us here today, those that are listening to this right now, know where we're living. We should realize where we're living, what we're living in. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. In other words, for you and I, it doesn't, when Jesus comes back, it's not going to be a thief of the night to us. We're hopefully ready. But you, brethren, or, or verse 3, for when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them. You know, what a, what a word picture for us as we say that. Do you know all the time leading up to this before Putin and Russia went into Ukraine? You know what they're saying? They were just having peace drills, peace drills on the border of Ukraine. That's what he was saying all this time. Even to, this, even to this day right now in Russia, they're not calling it a war. See, what, what we're seeing is the Lord is telling us when we see, hey, everything's good, everything's going to be okay, it's not okay. It's not good. And the, and the Lord continues to tell us, how does it come at us? As labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. We know once that starts with a woman, it continues till the baby comes forth. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should not overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light, sons of the day. We are not of the night, nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be Sober. Let us watch and be sober. Jesus was getting ready to leave his disciples. I've shared with you so many times 
what was so important about the time that we're living in right now and Jesus is telling his disciples about that. The very first thing he says before he says there's wars and rumors of wars and there's earthquakes and there's famine and all the things that we see today, he tells them this, don't be deceived. That's what he tells them. Before he tells them all the other things, someone tells us something that's dangerous, they always tell us usually up front what is the most dangerous. Be not deceived. What are we deceived about then? We're deceived about this time that we live in. Oh, I got plenty of time. I'm, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Begin to think about all the people that I grew up with that I know that where I'm at today, uh, that I knew well, I mean really well, and there's about 10 of them that are not, they're gone. They're not here. They've died. Now, I, I think that I'm still going to live for a while. You think that you're still going to live for a while. And if that's true, there's nothing wrong with that. But the way the devil comes at us with that is the same way that he comes to someone that's not a believer. He got plenty of time to accept Christ. He comes at us. He got plenty of time to do what you want to do for the Lord. That's all well and good, but wait a little bit longer. You, you can do that later. And what I'm here to share with you today is the devil is going to come at you in real time right today, and he comes at you in such a way that it looks fine. It looks good. And he brings that temptation in, and he brings the time along with it. And he doesn't, he doesn't care how long it takes in your life or in my life, how long it takes to take you out. See, the deception that we've got to realize today is we are living in the, this day, the, the, the end times, and we're living in real time. God's word tells us in, in Revelation 12, 12, the devil is going to come at you as hard as he can right now today because he says he knows his time is short. His time is short. And so he's coming at you hard. There's no, I want you to know, don't dabble in whatever you might be dabbling with because I've seen so many pastors fall. And the reason that they have, fell, fall, or have fallen to immorality is why. A pastor said many years ago, the devil will wait 30 years in the weeds to have one minute to take you out. He'll wait 30 years. In your life. So just at the right time where you're at. See, he, he'll let us get comfortable in what we're doing, and then it's too late. What God is telling us is we know that we're living in these last days, and we're living in this time that we're living in. It's real. It is happening. We are here. God's saying, live in such a way that I'm going to bless you for living, and your light will shine. Every one of you has a different gift. Many of us all have the same gift, but every one of you has a different gift that you're going to be able to help someone, to reach someone. How many times am I going to get up here and talk about someone else at burdened by heart against someone else who has committed suicide? Just a couple weeks ago, if you remember about the former, I think it was former Miss America or Miss USA, as I share with you, she committed suicide in New York City. She, I won't share how she, but she committed suicide. 
just a couple days ago, uh, the NCAA number one soccer star, whatever you want to call her, who helped win the championship, I believe this year, committed suicide in her dorm room. Her parents are devastated. Now, my question in the world that we live in today, a world without hope, if you're gifted where you're gifted and what you do, God has you right in that place to witness to those young people or to witness to someone you work with, to witness in such a way that hopefully, hopefully in this real time that we're living in and we're here, that where there is no hope that you are light. We are light. That's what those verses say. And our light becomes brighter and brighter the darker this time gets. I mean, look what we see happening in the Middle East. And we see, do you, do you, what, you say to yourself, this, this doesn't make sense. I mean, why, and I, I'm going to be careful with what I say, why in the world as we as the United States are still, as of today, I heard we're studying or even early this morning, as of today, right now, we are still buying Russian oil. What in the world is wrong with our leadership? You know, we're, we're going, you know, you know, we're trying to, to have back and forth uh, uh, meetings with Iran right now about calming things down. You know who the go-between is for us? Russia. What, what, what's wrong with this picture? Now, we know that the world is a mess. If the world is a mess, what is the answer? The only answer is what we have. Christ in you, the hope of glory. We've got to know that in the real time, this is real. This is the time that we're living in, that we have the responsibility and we have the opportunity to share the love of Jesus Christ in this cold and lawless world that we live in. Let me look at just a couple verses and we'll close. Look over in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 5. And verses 15 through 17. So how do we do that? See that you walk circumspectly. In other words, you live in such a way, not as fools, not as like the person I was sharing with at the beginning of the message, but as wise. You redeem the time. Why? Because the days are of evil. Therefore, do not be unwise but understand what the will of the Lord is, redeeming the time because the days are evil. It's a twofold meaning to redeem. It means to either to buy back or to make time count. Either you buy it back or you make it count. How do we do that? I feel so responsible, and that's why I study like I do, because some of you work so hard at what you do that I want to try and compile together what is happening in our world, bring the Bible together with it, and let it be known how the Lord leads me on Sunday because of the way that you do what you do in your workplace. You're too busy. So it is my responsibility to bring this to you. What God is telling us then is you, I'm trying to, show and, and hopefully encourage you to redeem the time. Yeah. You ever go to watch, you ever sit down and go 
like at home, and you and you're gonna watch a movie. You got Netflix. You got this. You got all these other movie things. You got cable. You you know you got all these things. Okay. I don't know. Hundred different choices. Seen that. Seen that. Seen that. Yeah. Oh. Seen that twice. Oh. Yeah. Seen that. What? Wait a minute. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing that's going to change someone's life or impact them for eternity? We have to be willing to figure out a way that we can either buy back in real time right where we're living or make it count. How do we do that? Let's close with this verse. What's the action that we do? Psalm 90 and verse 12. This is a prayer. This is what we need to do. Teach us. Lord, we go to the Lord. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Lord, my family, my friends, Lord, help me. Lord, I'm coming to you, Lord, because I I want to make my life count. And you know what the devil does? You know how he so throws us off track? It's it's relationships. It's people. You know, Nehemiah was building the wall in the Old Testament. They said it could never be done. And he was rebuilding the wall again, once again in Jerusalem. And it was going up and it was going to happen. And Jerusalem was going to be protected once again. And all the while, the enemy, what were they doing? The enemy especially the three leaders of the enemy, were always trying to get him off the wall, to pull him down in the desert, to have a conversation. There are some conversations, and there are some people that you are just not supposed to have a conversation with. There are some people that you're just not supposed to call back, and they might be related to you. All right? Let's get real, right? What I'm here to share with you today is to know that our mind gets consumed and gets us off track on what we should be learning from the Lord because we're so involved that we got to fix this. How many people were disrupted in their relationships over politics during the election? What I'm getting at today, we get consumed with the world and what other people are thinking about us and what is going on, and it gets you off track of building your family, of building your life, of doing what God wants you to do, and building God's kingdom to last forever. Hey, this is real. Time is rapidly coming to a close. Here's my responsibility to do whatever I can, to share with you, to spurn you on, to encourage you to know that with every ounce of your soul and your being, to say, Lord, help me. Help me to consume me with the thoughts and in my soul of what you want me to do today. Give me wisdom, Lord. Lord, I ask you to give me wisdom. And I know that he will because you are his child. Whether it's an illness, whether it's a relationship, whether it's your kids, whether it's taking care 
elderly parents. I don't know what the situation is, but I guarantee you without a doubt in the world that we live in today, Lord, help me to make this life impactful for you. God will put your life in such a way together. He tells us, which is our church verse, that you, I, we will reign in life. In other words, we will have victory in every area of our life through the one who is Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Lord, we know that we live in a world today and that we really don't understand. Father, we know that you have a plan and a purpose and a future for our life. Lord, I, <clears throat> I ask you right now, Lord, if there's someone here listening, if they don't know you as their Savior, that they would just pray, Jesus, if they're watching, Lord, may they say, Jesus, forgive me, a sinner. Lord, I, I want to go to heaven. And I believe that Jesus, that you are God's one and only son who died on the cross for all of my sins. And I ask you right now, Jesus, to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. From this day forward, help me to live. Help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you today in a dark, dark world that we have the light of our salvation. Lord, if there's someone here, a friend has brought a friend. They've come through these doors today, and if they don't know you as their Savior, may they not leave this place without coming forward. And I can show them in your word. Pray that prayer with them. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Father, as Ben leads us in this verse today, if there's someone here, may they come forward. I can show them, Lord Jesus, just your plan of salvation to anyone who wants to accept you by faith. We ask it in your name, in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. 
Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.